Welcome to the Unfiltered with Kara podcast. I created this podcast for one reason and one reason only. I want to help you live your best life while you journey out here as a human for an average of 28,000 days. Tune in for conversations, inspiration, tips and tricks for freeing yourself from the bullshit that weighs you down so you can create a full and happy life, a life that is worthy of you. Welcome to another episode of the Unfiltered with Kara podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. So in today's episode, I will be sharing with you a conversation that I recently had with a really good friend of mine, Sam Crowley. So Sam, you got to know Sam. Sam is cool. Like when you think about a cool dude, that's Sam. He is the number one motivational podcaster on iTunes with over 20 million downloads. His podcast, Every Day a Saturday, is filled with motivational tips, tricks, you know, all types of golden nuggets to really help people create their best life, really. Um, he's just an awesome guy. Uh, he's an author. He's a speaker. He's a father of four beautiful girls. And he teaches this stuff. As a matter of fact, I met uh, Sam a few years back at a conference and uh, he was talking about the importance of podcasting and he um, had a program that, you know, he teaches you kind of like podcasters for dummies type of thing. Uh, I'm sorry, podcasting for dummies. And I actually enrolled and that's how you guys get to listen to me here is I, you know, I, I, created my podcast really off of that uh, program. So if you're looking to do that, you know, definitely check him out every day is Saturday. He's, you know, he's the real deal. Um, But anyways, uh, this conversation that we were having, Sam and I came off of a post that I found on Facebook and shared. So the post said, do you know why strangers support you more than people you know? And it goes on to say that it's because people that you know have a tough time accepting you, uh, accepting that you came from the same place, but that they are still in the same place. And that hit me uh, because I've been dealing with that. And when I posted that, Sam immediately commented uh, word for word. He goes, this is so good. I'm making it my next podcast. And I responded, Let's do one better. Why don't I invite you on my podcast and we can have a conversation about it? And I said, deal. And he goes even better. And so I said, done. I, and I texted him. We coordinated. And here is this conversation. Um, you know, it, it, it really addresses this point that, you know, the people around you, uh, why they don't support you as strongly as some people who are just brand new in your life. You know, sometimes we get really disheartened by that. I know I was. Uh, it's like, wait a minute. Why are these new people coming in my life and really believing in me more than the people who have always been around? And so anyways, take a listen. This is it was a great conversation and I'm sure you'll get tons of value from it. Well, thank you. You're finally on Unfiltered with Kara. Remember when we met back in, how many years ago was that? Like four years? Well, originally, and then you came up at the second time, it was a couple, about three years ago um, in Orlando. You were at that event, said you had already purchased a podcasting court. And that's when we started texting and holding you accountable. You got to launch this thing and things like that. So yeah, it might've been five years ago. And then again, three years ago, I mean, yeah. yeah. 
And I continue to, um, to get on, do other things, get on, do other things. And then when I saw your response to my post, I was like, this is such a great way to like kick this back into gear is to have you on. And, yeah. you know, and, and part of the deal with you was that we were going to be on each other's podcast. I was going to have you or something. And like, look, yeah, it just happened organically. So that post, I found it and, you know, I am in a place in my life where, um, you know, during this COVID time also, there was a lot of healing that had to happen that has happened for me. A lot of things came up and that quote spoke so true to the experience that I had with the people around me and, um, and how many people I needed to shed to be able to shine my light. Um, I was trying to hold on and make everybody like me. And then eventually I realized that, you know, all of this effort and energy that I'm putting out there to keep all of this is because, you know, it's just no longer, the flow is no longer there. The energy is no longer there. And that's okay. And the reason why is because they're just not in alignment anymore. We're not in alignment and it's all good. And how, you know, it's hard because when you have, you know, people in your life for so long that you would expect we're going to go with you and support and everything. And then you wake up to the reality that, you know, that is just no longer. So, um, it's tough. So how have you dealt with that? Tell me what, what, what happened when you saw that quote and you were like, Oh my God, I'm ready to even have a podcast on that. Why did, why did that ring so true to you? Oh, I mean, geez. You know, I've, I, when I first got started, you know, I thought that I would like everybody would rally around my message. Like who wouldn't love a message every day is Saturday and who wouldn't love a message that, you know, your daughter wanted to be with her daddy and all this stuff. But sadly, most people, they look at you kind of drifting away from the pack of Averageville, you know, like you don't, they want to bring you back down and you're kind of going your own direction and you become a threat to them because they're still playing small in that little sandbox and you want to go out. Like you want to go do your own thing. And I, it, it, I didn't think about it until I did. I mean, look, you never know this stuff's going to happen until you do it. You just don't know. You want to think the best. You don't want to think people are talking behind your back. You don't want to think people are mocking you. You don't want to think, you know, people are saying things about you, but the reality is they are. And I think the best cold water splashed on my face was when I actually ripped the bandaid off and went for it and realized that a lot of these individuals were just for me because of what I could do for them, not for any other reason. So the support was, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. And then when I actually went and did anything, everybody's kind of like, what are you doing? Like, you know, who, are you, who do you think you think you're better than me or that? No, I'm doing what I said I was going to do, you know? And it's really tough because those people closest to you, family, uh, relationships, friends, in quotation marks, um, and when I, I was left by myself pretty much for years, just doing my own thing, nobody, no friends, except people like yourself on the internet, who that's probably thank God for social media. Cause it's allowed me to really find individuals that are like-minded in different groups, um, and things that I can share ideas with and I inspire them and they inspire me, you know, just through the, see, as an entrepreneur, you're never jealous, Kara. You just, you're not jealous. You know, like I would be happy for you. Like I'd be your biggest fan if you, you know, went on and achieved your biggest dreams. And you would be happy for me, but yet if we were employees in a job or something else fast, that we would be jealous of each other because somehow we would have in our mind that you took something that I wanted when in fact there's so much abundance out there. It's like taking a teaspoon of water out of the ocean, you know? 
Right. Well, I think that that's the that's the what fuels an entrepreneur and has an entrepreneur go for it is because you know that there's a space out there for you. There's enough for you to carve your space in there with everybody still there coexisting and doing their thing. Yeah. And so um, even with this whole course that I have, you know, like I said to you, I teach lawyers how to start their virtual personal injury law practice. Well, I'm a personal injury lawyer. And so people are like, are you nuts? You're building the competition. No, the hell I'm not. No, the heck I'm not. The people who are going to go to these other attorneys were not coming to me anyways. You know, the ones that are going to come to me are going to come to me. There is no one who has the special sauce that runs through Kara. And so I'm not threatened by anyone. There's enough for everyone. And if these lawyers have their degree, you know, and they, I can teach them how to build something for themselves that I built for myself without taking from anybody. um, Why would I think that's, they're going to take from me? You know, of course I want everybody to win because then, you know, the economy does better. Everybody's doing better. You know what I mean? And, um, And it's very disheartening when you have people in your life, like you said, especially friends, close friends, family. I mean, the reality is that, you know, I've even had to transition out of a marriage um, because it was just, you know, the, 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 the mindsets were different. The, um, the visions different. And, you know, it's almost like, why are you, why, why do you not want me to grow? Why is it that you would want me to stay? Why don't you come with me? Why yeah. don't you come with me? You have the opportunity to come. You're watching me do, right? Um, you saw what I did. You saw me go to all the seminars. You saw me read the books. You saw me do have the sleepless nights. You saw me, you know, do the work. And I've encouraged because I, that's all I do. And now you're mad. What? Why? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that I think, um, you know, you read about it, you know, they tell you it's lonely at the top and all of those things. And until it happens to you, you know, you just kind of think, oh, well, maybe it's just a quote. But that quote was so true. And I'm going to read it. Um, you know, you know why strangers support you more than people you know, because people that you know have a tough time accepting you came from the same place and they're still in the same place. Yeah. Um, and and it's just, again, it's disheartening. And for me, I, I really want the message that people get out of our lives and our work ethic and everything that we do is, you know, if I can do it, you can do it. And you can't be upset um, <laughs> that, you know, some other people are not gonna come along with you because that's the reality of it. Yeah, no, you're dead on. You're uh, Look, first of all, I got a really stupid question. Are we recording your podcast right now? Yeah. Okay, good. This is the podcast. Like, I just want to make sure there's no that we're 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 knee deep in this stuff. So I'm just gonna keep oh, going. I'm just, I'm, yeah, this is a conversation. I don't have any real plan for it other than to have a, a conversation. You know, we're gonna we're gonna put yeah. out there. Look, it real is real. And the only way to have these conversations is just like this. No plan, nothing. So oh, no, I love it. I just want to make sure that I didn't start talking and you're like, whoa, whoa, save that for when we're going to actually record. No, so. no, no, no. I'm recording and whatever comes up is going to be, you know, we're going to put it together. So roll, give me everything you got on this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> give I, me look, what you got on this. It's even, you know, 
even in the speaker world, you know, when you saw me speak on stage at those different events, it, it, I don't think it leaves like the, it's very competitive. You know, let me ask you a question out of all the speakers in the seminars you've been to. What's the percentage of female speakers you saw at events? Not a lot. Right. Right. Then I'm the father of four daughters. So I'm all about I want my daughters when they grow up to understand that, hey, you know, I'm not, you should have it because you're a girl. I don't believe in that, you know, and I get a lot of flack because of that. You know, I don't think anybody should get anything just because of one situation versus another, but I do want to let them know reality. You know, I do want to let them know, Hey, when I go to speak at events, I've been speaking since 2008, it's 95% guys, you know? And so that's very competitive too, because we're all, you go to an event and we all sell a product from stage. Well, you know, if you want to be the top speaker, like you want to be the biggest closer and you would be like that. So I don't want to give the impression that just because you leave the employee world and you go into the entrepreneurial world, that everybody's going to be your biggest backer as well. Cause there'll be speakers at events, for example, that'll say, Hey, go cancel Sam's program and buy mine, you know? And, you know, I, I would love to say that doesn't happen. I've never done that. Matter of fact, I've actually told people to cancel mine if they really want somebody else's. I just believe that that stuff comes back to bite you in the backside. Whatever's yours is going to be yours. Exactly. And so to keep on the same theme that you were talking about with other attorneys and look, they're going to go where they go and you've got your, I wish everybody had that mindset because it, it doesn't stop just because you decide to become an entrepreneur. It's not like everybody's going to be cheering you on. The dynamics are different because because you do leave the office and the cubicle and the, and the water table talk and water cooler talk, I mean, and the, all the bullshit that doesn't matter. Everybody majors in minor things when you got a job, like who's getting promoted, who talked to the boss, they got more time than I did. When you're an entrepreneur, the good news is you're your own boss. The bad news is you're your own boss. So you better get real comfortable with being, you know, the individual with the buck stops where you are. And look, when I went for my dream the first time, I ended up in a bankruptcy court and looking across from a trustee who told me, you better never, ever decide to launch another business. And I'm like, well, I'm leaving her trust, her office and going to meet a guy at a coffee shop to build a website for a business. <laughs> so, you know, I wasn't going to listen. And I think, you know, the Mavericks are the ones that are out there, you know, making stuff happen. You need everybody though. Like you can't just have a bunch of entrepreneurs running roughshod over the over the country and over the world. That wouldn't be any good either. You need the human resources department. You need the accounting department. You need people keeping guys like me in line. Like you don't want me running a company. The company can go under in five minutes, okay? But I'm the salesman out there that you give me a new product. I don't even care if it works. I'll go out. I'll be the canary in the mine, man. And I'll just see if this shit flies. And, and if it does, I don't even care if I fail that. So you need a guy like me for that stuff, but you don't want me anywhere near human resources. We'd be, we'd have lawsuits left and right. Okay. So everybody can work together in whatever facet you're in, but boy, you really got to get comfortable in the skin you're in. Cause if you keep trying to pretend that, you know, you want to say something because someone wants to hear it or do something because somebody wants to see it or getting that disease to please stuff, Kara, like, you know, how many times have you done so? I know I still do stuff because I think it'll please, you know, somebody else in my life. And I'm like, God, why did I do that? You know, I should have just done what I wanted to do. You know, I think I came to a place where, um, and you know, with my book, 28,000 days, that's always my message. You know, you're only here for about 28,000 days, live the most authentic life that you can. And I came to a place where I am so good with who I am and I know where, what my intentions are. And I know that I'm just out here to create and, and, and give light to all that is in me. Um, 
and I know the space I'm coming from, I, I really cannot take the responsibility of whether someone's gonna like me, whether I'm pleasing people, whether I can take people with me. I can't do that anymore because that's exhausting. But yet the internet, you're just one troll away, one cancel culture away from, if you don't say the right thing, they come after you too. So, you know, it's like that, that's always percolated in people's minds is, what if I say something to offend this group of people or that group of people or this group of people? I could lose my business. You know, we're in a, that's where we are today in this environment of this cancel culture where you're one just ill word, you know, maybe it's something slipped or maybe you meant it intentionally and it's what you truly believe, but you can't speak what you believe really that much anymore. So it's very well, tricky if you want to be an online marketer. It's becoming a, it's becoming a threat to freedom of speech, really. It's what's happening right now. We're having, we're yeah. having that going on out there. But ultimately for me, again, I just know where my heart is. And I think that that's what, um, if people would just stick to that, where, where is your, where are you really coming from? And if it's a good place, uh, the truth shall set you free kind of thing. You know, if it's a good place, it's not something that's meant to intentionally hurt harm, you will redeem the person, you know, yourself from the person who I guess eventually, you know, has misinterpreted you or whatever. And I, you can't take responsibility for that. And to go back to what we were talking about, because I don't want to, I don't want to lose that um, about the people around you, you know, um, it, it's, it's, it's making peace with everyone, including the people around you having their own opinion. And some of it may, they may not like you, People may not like you. That's what makes the gutsy um, entrepreneur so deserving of what comes to him and her. Because you go out there, you see your trustee tells you no more business. And you're like, screw that. I'm going to keep trust. I'm going to keep taking a chance on myself. You deserve what's coming to you. And so those around you who can't support that, who can't, you know, who are twisting your words or who are whatever, you know, they exist too, but you really cannot, um, you cannot run your life around that. Otherwise you don't get to reap the reward of the gutsy, you know, that, 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 that push that you have, that thing in you that is like, you know what, I'm, I'm still going to bet on myself. That's what makes you. Yeah. So deserving of where you are and what is, what's happening in your life. And for me, it's like, man, why don't you go and take the risk that I took, <laughs> right? I'm here because I took these risks and, um, and I bet on myself and I continue to bet on myself. Yeah. And I don't know if what I'm doing is going to work, but I keep doing it. And that's why- No, and most times it doesn't, yeah. That's why I get an opportunity to graduate to the next level and the next level and the next level. You know, this is not given. This is worked for every bit of it. So you have the same opportunity. You know, I did a, a video at one point, uh, maybe sometime last year, two years ago, and it was that people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And um, the pain comes when you're trying to make a seasonal person a lifetime person because you have all of these um, expectations that this person is going to be able to stick around for a lifetime. And, um, and I've had to come to terms with the fact that friends, family, some of the people that I thought were going to be lifetimers are, were seasonal people and, or they were just people who popped into my life for a reason and that's okay. And none of them are going to hinder me going to where I'm going to go. I'm going to keep 
trucking along, pushing forward, despite all of the things, all of the, the, the forces really that come up, that I come up against on a daily basis with what I do um, and, and my work and whatnot. And I'm just going to keep pressing because I, the vision is there. And I know that I have an abundant universe supporting me. And regardless of the naysayers, regardless of the people trying to pull the rug from beneath me, I know what I'm creating and I know what the end is and I can get there. And everyone who's gotten any yeah. done anything of, of of significance, you know, they have the they have the 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 daggers in their back. They have the blood in their nails. They've had to claw their way there, right? Yeah. I mean, that's what you that's what entrepreneurship and 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 um you know being in business for yourself. This shame for the faint of heart. It really isn't. No, I think <clears throat> failure. You win or you learn. I don't. I mean. I, I'm, I'm not trying to give some motivational speech, but I really do believe either win, which is great, happens very rarely though. I would say 95% of the things I try don't work. They just don't work, you know? And so you hang on to the 5% that do. And when you swing for the fences every time, you only got to connect once. I mean, you know, I, I share the story of, you know, I started podcasting in 2005. There might've been a few thousand episodes on iTunes, maybe, Kara. And now there's over a million. You know, so I give you an idea how much iTunes has grown. But back in 2005, nobody knew what a podcast was. iPhones weren't even out at the time. So I started recording these audios online while I was in the middle of a bankruptcy. And, you know, 2005 turned into 2006, turned into 2007. Still haven't made any money. 401k draining it down to zero because um, I had three kids under the age of five. And then 2008, I, you know, recorded just what I thought was just a throwaway 15 minute podcast in a parking lot. And somebody listened to it booked me to speak in Hawaii, gave me a $25,000 keynote fee, and I sold 150 grand of coaching at that event. So I went from about $40 in my checking account to 175,000 in a day or a week, whatever that is. Now, that's lightning in a bottle type stuff, fairy tale stuff. But it happened. I mean, it's a true story. It's documented, you know. I still can't believe it happened, but that was just the sowing of the seeds. You know, there's a season for sowing and there's a season for reaping. But you can't do both at the same time. And a lot of people get con confused with, well, I sowed seeds and they start ripping it right out of the ground. I'm like, why would you do that? You got to sow the seed. I mean, farmers sow seeds and then they go borrow $5 million off it. You can't see it. There's nothing to see. Crop isn't there. The bank lends them the 5 million just based on the seeds that they think it's going to harvest. They know it's going to harvest. The harvest always comes. It's a universal law of sowing and reaping. It's a biblical law, which I hold dear to my heart as a Christian. So I have faith in God because I believe a faith that's never been tested can't be trusted. I mean, if you if you can't if you can't activate your faith, you have no business being an entrepreneur because you will be you will be run out of this thing so quickly. I mean, you will crawl over the corner in the fetal position because most things aren't going to work. You're going to spend a lot of money. You're going to lose a lot of friends. And this sounds like a real depressing interview, by the way, how much we're talking about the friends you're going to lose. But it's real stuff. And here's the good news. Who you become along the way. It's absolutely amazing. Like I am not, you. when you shared that, the reason it spoke to me and I pulled it up too before we got on this call because it spoke to me because there's so many people that are in the same place that I left behind. And it doesn't mean I think I'm better, but it's a, you know why strangers support you more than people you know because people that you know have a tough time accepting you come from the same place. I come from a town of 8,000 people, Bradford, PA. All right. And when I left Bradford, I thought I'd never go back. And then that was 1988. I went to West Palm Beach and raged like a 20-year-old, any 20-year-old would, lived in West Palm for a couple of years, moved back to Northeastern PA. 
But then I went back to Bradford uh, 20 years later and found out, you know what? I ain't that little Sammy Crowley anymore that everybody thought was this cute little kid. I was kind of a threat because everybody thought I, you know, thought I was a, you know, a big shot. I, I didn't feel that way. I didn't think I changed at all. But what they thought mattered, not everybody. I'm talking about a handful of people. But here's the thing. It, if you were to write a blog, well, let's take your Facebook post. That con- Let's say that post right there. Let's say you got 100 comments and 99 of them were Kara. You're amazing. And one was just negative, nasty, personal. Which one do you think you would focus on? Focus on the one. Yeah, that's what we do. See, we focus on the the one. It's the old adage that a piggy bank with the least amount of coins makes the most noise, you know, because you got to rattle around, rattle around. So not everybody's going to love you. But I'll tell you what, the person that you become along the way is amazing. In 2017, that same town of Bradford, PA, invited me back to give the commencement address at the high school that I left, you know, and I left as like an average, even call me an average student would be a, you know, a disservice to average students everywhere. Okay. I was just, I, I have 20 college credits. Most of them are gym and health class. <laughs> Man, I, I'm not the person who is going to challenge like anybody intellectually. Okay. But they asked me to come back to give the commencement address and it was amazing. I thought it was great. It was great to be back. And, and the tide had turned to this big, I think, love, war, love fest. At least that's what I felt. I felt nothing but love going back there. And it's going to take time because people want to see, are you serious about this venture you're in or not? Because most people, and it's not their fault, they're cynical, because what they see, Kara, is what you and I see. People that you see at those seminars that we've both been at together and people online, they'll try something for a month or two months and they'll give up. And most of your friends are used to seeing people try something for a short period of time, say they're going to go change the world or start doing and they give up. So I wouldn't really be too harsh on them. They're just kind of seeing it through that lens. But you would think that those closest to you would not judge you as harshly because they know you. You would think that they would support you. But with that last line of your quote that says, but they are still in the same place. It's not your fault. That's not on you. You know what I mean? No, it's not. And I will, I will never take responsibility for other people coming with me ever again, because I tried. And you know what, when I tried doing that, it, it's just it, the energy just gets drained out because not everybody wants to go. You know what I mean? And, and it's okay. And I came to realize, you know, I remember when I was in my Mary Kay business, you know, it's a multi-level marketing business. And, you know, as, as directors, we, we were, um, the, the more we had people succeed in their business, the more successful we got, you know? And so yep. I was, I, these women would be in the business and they would come in and they would say, you know, I want to quit my second job and I want to do this. And, and then, you know, when I'm like, okay, so let me look at your books. What, how many parties do you have booked? And it's like, oh, you know, I didn't have a chance to, and I'm like, wait a minute. If you don't book the parties, you don't get the customers, you don't get the money, you don't get to quit your job. You know, like we got to do the activities here. Come on, come on, come on. I know. Talking them off the ledge because they were always ready to quit. And I would be like trying to run a hundred different women's businesses at the same time because I'm trying to get all of them the results that they said they wanted until I was like, wait a minute. Why do I want this more for you than you wanted for yourself? What's going on here? I can't want this more than you want it for yourself. And so I'm going to let you, I'm going to coach you. I'm going to love on you. I'm going to lead. I'm going to keep doing, I'm going to lead by example. I'm going to keep doing the activities. If you decide to do that, 
I'm an open book. I got everything, but you got to do it for yourself. And so, um, and that's what, when I, you know, fast forward that I went through some personal experiences with people not wanting to do for themselves, but yet giving me kind of like a, the responsibility for feel, feeling a certain way because, you know, I'm, I, Kara thinks she's too good. I'm not, too, like, I'm the most like humble person I know. I, I don't feel too good for anything, right? I'm good, uh, but I am creating a life for myself that is, is, is better than what I had before. And I should be able to do that. And I shouldn't feel bad for that because this is me creating a life that my kids are living in. You know, this is for me to yeah. be able to be that example for them. I have, I, you know, I have people who follow me. I need to keep stepping up my game. And so just yep. copy and paste what I'm doing, do it too. And, you know, and if not, then that's fine. Be where you are and love where you are. If that's where you want to be. You can't be upset that someone is not staying there with you, you know? And, um, and I came right. to realize that not everybody wants it, Sam. And like you said, there's a space for everyone. If everybody was climbing, you know, the ladder of success, some, there wouldn't be people to do all of the jobs that are available, you know, out there. The nine to fives would, would not have no jobs, you know, would have no people to. to the difference is you got to love what you do. I would say you got to love what you do. Most people don't love what they do. I mean, the most recent Gallup poll that you see is 80 percent of Americans don't feel the job they have matches their passion, which is really sad. I mean, if you think about that many people, 80%. So if you love your job, man, we need more of you. Like we need more people like you who love going to work every day, you know, because not everybody does. So stay there, do well, get promoted and enjoy it. Just don't make that your purpose. You know, like a lot of people get confused. Their, their identity is in their job or even in what we do. You know, when I go home, it's not like I'm this, you know, hey, I'm the motivational speaker. You know, that's not what I do. I'm, I'm a dad. I'm a husband. You know, so, so, you know, you got to understand where your purpose is. And I think even having a purpose is amazing because I'm not too you know, proud to say I didn't have a purpose. I went to a job every day. My purpose was just to get promoted and to make as much money as I could. But it hit me at the age of 37. Man, this is getting kind of old. You know, so I think I would encourage everybody to really figure out why you're here, because that's when it really gets fun. Like, that's when it gets really fun. You know, like it doesn't it's it's no longer about the money. It's no longer about surviving. It's about creating something that, you know, only you can craft. You have it in you. The inspiration's coming from within you. And the it's something that it's only you can see it. You know, I've had I've had conversations with, um, you know, people around, like, let's say my brand or whatever. It's I'm the only one who can see it. Anyone can give me ideas and thoughts. But this is yep. me putting this whole thing together. It's coming from within and it's coming from, you know, this girl who had the life experience that I had and had the exposure to different, you know, situations, businesses, um, you know, education, whatever. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I am a compilation of all of these things that make me me. And here I am now just putting it out there and living in alignment with who I am and why life, why my life played out this way. It was for me to be able to deliver the message I'm delivering and to be able to, you know, fulfill this purpose. And it's, it really behooves you to really figure out what that purpose is on your life. Everyone listening, it's the first place to start. Like, why did, 
you know, all of these things transpire in my life. What was that there to teach me? You know, life is happening for you, not to you. I say that all the time. Why did your life play out that way? What is the message? You know, I spent a very long time um, in, in a relationship that, you know, I, I realize now it had a lot to do with how I saw myself, that I, you know, I stayed in certain situations that didn't work for me, but I stayed in them because of how I saw myself. So and I'm like, wow, how great would it have been if I just woke up a little earlier, <laughs> right? If I woke up yeah. to the truth of who I really am a little earlier. But, you know, your journey is yours, but at the end of the day, that's your responsibility. No one is coming out here to save you. And, and right. that's what I think... Um, is the work of the hour. And, and COVID, in my opinion, came to really be a reset for a lot of us. Some people got that and jumped on it and did the work and did the healing and figured some things out um, and realized how, you know, we're all here on borrowed time. No one's getting out of here alive, right? And, um, you know, how your life plays out, whether you end up really enjoying this life while you're here is really up to you. And COVID was a reminder that, you know, it's something like this can come and just wipe millions of people out who had plans, by the way, for next year or the year out. People, people had plans on their lives and yet they just didn't make it. And that's the reality of the fragility of this life. And so um, while you're here, play full out or whatever, you know, whatever you're in, enjoy it love it so that it, it it gives you some kind of fulfillment because otherwise what was this for what was this for you like just coming here and getting up every day and that's it right no you're right you're absolutely right i mean i can't say any more to that you're absolutely right that's it that's the whole i don't even say the secret that's just you know, you got to figure out why you're here. You just got to figure it out. And you don't need to figure it out. It's not some deep question. Just go do something today that you really love to do, whatever that looks like. You know, for me, I wanted to figure out how to be a speaker as an ex-stutterer. You know, I couldn't really talk that well. I mean, hey, you know what? That'd be pretty cool. What if I spoke? Never thought anybody would ever pay a dime to ever hear me. That was never it. I was like, hey, what if I could speak and record it? So I sound like Porky Pig on a meth trip right now, you know? <laughs> so maybe I can sound better than that, you know? Maybe maybe it'll sound better at some point. And that's it. So you Every day I try to get a little bit better at it. And then one day I do another and now I've been doing it 15 years. That's the way it works. You know, you figure out, just do it. The thing that you least want to do or think you should do usually is to think you really, you really should try to tackle because that's a really cool thing to try to do, you know? Yeah. It scares you and excites you at the same time. And then you just keep at it every day. And right. then, you know, you, you are on stage and you're doing this work and that's, that's what people really need to get. It's that one action and then the next one, and then the next one, there is no overnight success. You just, it, 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 it turns out to be that $25,000 gig um, overnight in, yeah. in going over there, but no one saw the three years of you pulling oh. up in this, in this uh, parking lot recording with, <laughs> with nothing, right. with no conversion, no conversion. And so um, it, 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 that's the, the truth. No of website. Nothing. No, nothing. Right. And that's why. Isn't that funny. I didn't even have. A, if you wanted to find me on the Internet, I mean, every day of Saturday was there kind of, but there was no way to even get a hold of me. This person, uh, 
called an 800 number that I had one of these, you know, numbers you buy and you get the MP3 sent to your uh, email. Like that was my voicemail system, you know? I don't even know how they got a hold of me. I still don't. I mean, I'm like, geez, I didn't even know somebody could call that number and it worked. And so, you know, everybody thinks I got to have a website, the sales funnel and all that. That's good down the road. But I think just getting, if you want to get going and start living your best life, you got to be congruent with how you view yourself on the outside, how you feel on the inside. I think it's really cool. I just think it's really cool that I'm not broke. I mean, I think that's really cool <laughs> that I went for my dream. I'm sitting here and I'm not, I don't have like my car getting repoed, you know? So anything, I mean, and my kids are healthy, you know, I, I think being, being grateful for, you know, healthy family, uh, you know, great relationship with God. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm at a much different place now than I was 20 years ago. Put it that, just put it that it's like, I'm, I'm such in a different place in my life, but that's what happens when you get a little bit of the years underneath you and you have some hardship, you now see, hey, no, it could be worse. It could be a lot worse. I'm really grateful. So you're not going to see me posing in front of a Lambo. You're not going to see me posing in front of an airplane. You'll see me posing with my family, you know, because I think the stuff that we take photos of is the stuff that really means the most to us. So, you know, that's kind of where my head's at. Oh my God. Yes. That's awesome. So let everybody know where they can find you because you, I mean, I love your message. I love listening to you. I love, you know, what yeah. you stand for and the fact that, you know, your story is so inspiring in so many ways, not only in the walking away when you woke up and realized like, what the heck is like, that's big for a lot of people to be able yeah. to get the guts to do that. Then to go through bankruptcy yep. and still go back at it because that could have been an opportunity. <laughs> this could have been a time for you to fold and say, you know what, let me go back to my job. Right. So not oh, yeah. doing that and understanding that, you know, you have to sew for so long. There's so many messages that just came through and there's so many more yeah. on the podcast. And so let everybody know where they can follow you, find you, listen to you, because to me, you've been such an inspiration. And I think everybody needs to know that you exist. <laughs> uh. I think my best social media platform is probably Instagram. So at every day is Saturday on Instagram, just find me there every day is Saturday on Instagram. Of course, every day is Saturday.com. And uh, it all starts with that. So, and if you want me to launch your podcast, I do a launch my movement.com. I actually still love working with people one-on-one. -on -one. I love it. So go to launch my movement.com. Well, the best. <laughs> yeah, I know. I you can even hear and this is because of you. Yeah, I love it. That's why connecting with individuals like yourself would never happen if I, you know, was doing what I used to do in my former life. So that I, I just love it, man. I, I get excited by the air going around in the room, though. I'm kind of, you know, I'm just in this thing for, you know, the joy of it. And I'm not saying I'm always, you know, if you meet me in the grocery store or mowing my lawn, I'm going to give you a big hidey ho and a motivational speech. But you know, that's kind of who I am. Who you hear now is who I am pretty much all day, every day. I just really enjoy what I do. And I love connecting with people that, you know, are going for their dream. That just gets me going to hear stories like that, like yours, you know? So that's it. That's it. Thank you so much for being on. This was awesome. We, we covered so many different grounds. I am so excited. I know, right? We finally got something down, you and I. Continue to do the work that you do. And I'll continue to do that on my side. And definitely we'll have... Yeah back on our on our platforms but really i think the message ultimately is you know just at the end of the day stay in your lane chase your dreams people around you will come some will some won't 
we all go through it. We're all out there in the trenches having the exact same human experience. Um, and, and yeah. you know, it's a matter of just being happy and satisfied with your life and what you're doing. Did I kind of put that, pull that all together? That was the main, that was the message, right? That was it. No, that's yeah. right. I mean, we talked about, you know, people not coming along for the ride with you, those closest to you. That's okay. They'll come. The ones that want to will. Don't worry about that. Just have a good day today. Just have a good day today. You know? Do something, add like, value. Continue to inspire. Yeah. Awesome, Sam. Thank you love so it. much for having, for being my here. My pleasure, Kara. For being here. Much love to you. Have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. All right. Bye-bye. You were just listening to the Unfiltered with Kara podcast. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button to receive new episode notifications. Also, if you found value in this content, Please take a moment to like, comment, and share it with those you love. Until next time, much love and light to you and yours.